Hey family, it's Dr. Marissa Johnson and happy Wine Therapy Wednesday. This episode is titled, The Importance of Relationships. I have a special guest today who is my friend, who is going to join us and talk about the importance of relationships, healthy relationships, and also her new show, Friend Fusion. So before we get started with our show today, I want to introduce the wine of today. Now, our show today is sponsored by the William Chris Vineyard, and we have our Sway Rosé. So I'm excited to actually indulge this wine today as we talk about the importance of relationships. So get your wine glasses together, and let's talk about it. But this is my sister here with me today as we record and we're talking about relationships and relationships are super, super important. They are sometimes what keep us going. It's the connection. It's what we get out of the relationship that literally blossoms us as a person. It allows us to kind of learn who we are when we're in different relationships with different people. So I have what I call my expert friend in relationships. She's here with me today. And I first want to start trying to ask you a little bit about Friend Fusion. This is your baby, and I want to know what made you come up with Friend Fusion. Well, I would start on Friend Fusion, but I got to celebrate wine therapy first. Because <laughs> there would be no Friend Fusion without wine therapy. That's, a, that's the benefit of relationships and connections. I believe that the people that we connect to have this ability of showing us that we can do more, that we're, we, we're not just only capable, but God is calling us to do more. So thank you which is, you know, being my friend, inspiring me and encouraging me to just step out and do more and continue to trust God. So uh, before I even talk about friend fusion, I'm serious. I just want to celebrate wine therapy because I know that without friends like you, I wouldn't be doing anything that I'm doing. So because of you, I'm who I am and I love you and I thank you so I much. I love you. See, this is real. Y'all, this is genuine. This is us every day. I just want people to know that okay. this is us. And I just love her to death. And, I'm, you know, we're ready to hear about friend fusion. What you got? So, Friend Fusion is a platform that teaches the power of relationships and connection. Friend Fusion is, I think for most people, if you connect to my platform in any way, you have this desire to just get better. And you don't want to get better for other people. You don't want to get better um, for clout or anything like that. You just want to get better because you realize that good character goes a long way. And yeah. so, um, because of Friend Fusion, I've been able to connect with a lot of people. I've been able to discuss various topics that just help people build character and that's what friend season is about just building character and being a character i'm sorry and by building character we're able to build better connections you know yeah so building character helps you build better connection because nobody wants somebody whose character is not good you can't build with anybody i agree with okay. that i think that's yeah. very very for people to understand like if your character is not where it needs to be then you can't expect to have these maybe profound friendships that you will like because you're not there so when did you realize like you know my character needs to be in place for me to have intentional relationships with people okay i'm gonna try to make it very short i lost my best friend at 23 uh you were in my life then um uh, and i i um it was, I was 23, it was three months after my wedding when my best friend of all my life passed away. And before she passed away, me and her had had a, a feud. We had had this big debacle and it really strained our relationship. 
and she had reached out to me multiple times to talk to talk about it to get together. But in that time, I was very immature. And I was just like, you can't, you know, even in, maybe not even just immature. I was just be very transparent, maybe even prideful, like in a sense where I want her to feel my absence. So I'm not going to talk to her, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do with her. Um, so as time went on, I did decide to finally meet with her. I actually did end up responding to a text and agreeing to meet with her. Uh, the day I was supposed to meet with her, or maybe the week I was supposed to meet with her, I got a text that she had been hospitalized. She had chronic asthma, and before this time, she had been on the vent maybe like seven times in her life. So this mm-hmm. was the eighth time. The seventh time, after the seventh time, she actually lived with me in Jackson. And Brandon and I had to help her go to all of her appointments. She couldn't walk or anything. That's how long she was on the vent. She had to learn how to walk again and so many other things. And she told me during that time, uh, there was, there was, this was April of 2014. She said, yo, if I if I get this sick again, I'm not going to make it. I just want to prepare you for it because I know my body can't take it anymore. She's like, if I go back on the ventilator, I'm not going to be able to live. I'm not going to live through it. And I said, don't talk like that. Don't speak that, you know. But as soon as I get this sick, I'm thinking about it's the next time. That was April. This is now September. And I'm like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. And so I felt immediately, I felt regret, regretful. I felt, um, you know, everything that I felt in that moment. Because I'm like, I'm praying that it doesn't happen, but it could happen because she told me, right? And so, so I went on and I went to the hospital that day and continuously uh, visited her that week. Ended up having a dream that I was flying and I was flying and flying and flying and flying. This week, well, at all because I was flying the whole night in my dream. Uh, then my dream went into uh, a scene, I guess you could call it, where her mom had on this navy blue and peach uh, wetsuit. And her mm-hmm. mom told me that because she wasn't going to make it. So when I woke up, I had this this good feeling that the God was preparing me for what was about to happen. I went to the hospital today. When I walked in, everything was going fine. So she was still in the vent. Uh, you know, everybody, everything was going fine. So I thought maybe I'm just tripping. And then I saw Felicia's mom. She had on that same exact outfit she had on in my dream. And yeah. She had the same exact outfit she had in my dream, but I think I think I was kind of I, I think I kind of made this thing in my head like you know maybe I'm tripping maybe because everything is happening maybe because we haven't talked since our few you know maybe this you know maybe I'm just tripping. So I left everything was going fine. I was heading home to Natchez at the time, and before I got maybe even ten minutes down the road, her mom called me back to the hospital and told me what the doctor had said and that she was going to go ahead and, and pull a plug and they were calling on her family and friends and before she decided to do that, uh, before she uh, pulled the plug. And so um, that was a hard, really, really hard time for me because I realized that I could have done, done so much better. Um, I went through a lot as a, relation, as a relationship. What others may have thought that knew about our relationship, that knew about our feud. Um, I went through a lot as it relates to just not honoring her. Like, I felt like, even though I felt like she had done some wrong to me, and I felt like my reasoning for valid, I felt like my response wasn't necessary. Yeah. Uh, because I could have easily, even if I had decided to, to not reconcile, and I don't know who this is for today watching, I think even if I had decided to not reconcile, I, I still could have had a conversation, especially with someone who had been my friend all of my life, right? Uh, but sometimes I think we tend to, it, people like me, at the time when I was like this, I, we tend to ignore that our feelings have been hurt, so we don't want to talk to people, we try to avoid all the vulnerability that is possible, we don't want to do that. Uh, because we don't want to have to say that hurt my feelings, but that bothered me. 
Uh, yeah. Well, that's next thing because I think had I actually said that it's so much strength and vulnerability. I think had I actually said that and had a conversation, I had would have never gone through the long process. I did a healing of depression. Of uh, uh, I gained so much weight back then. I would have never ever gone through any of that had I been able to just say, you know, I don't like this. This is an uncomfortable conversation, but I'm gonna have it. Yeah. So that's what my losing her really changed my my identity as it relates to relationships and valuing people and loving people. And since I've been on the uh, the journey of doing that, my life has changed for the best. I've, I haven't been depressed since I made a decision that I'm going to live my life better, love people better. And uh, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I love the fact that you say you love people better. Sometimes we go through things and we learn how to treat people. And do you feel like that was one of the things that helped you learn how to, okay, I'm going to learn how to treat my friend, treat my family, yeah. like treat relationship with so much love and value and I love the fact you said something about honoring her and so yeah and honor is a big thing when you honor your friends I honor you with my friend this is my like risk I honor you and um I feel like you have definitely helped me to understand relationships better as well over time with your change and your growth with for those of us who wanted to accept that you got people in your life that may not be on that level to accept it at the time but as progressing as friends you would always tell me you know you don't this is how you treat a friend that's not a friend this is a friend I love you I want to check in on you I want to see how you're doing like you taught me as you noticed that not knowing I guess not really knowing that you was even going through something as far as changing in relationships but I I noticed like a change and I'm like I like it like she's teaching me right now how to be a friend (laughs) I like it did teach me as you were going through your own thing and I actually took hold of it and I'm like I'm really wanting to be a friend like her like I really love her I want to you know honor my people my life the same way so I have some of those same characteristics of you especially y'all Trinity is a check-in sister she would check in how you doing sis checking in like if you want to check in you I got her I'm gonna make she gonna make me every day of the week and that's just her love that's just how she values relationships now and it's you know it's unfortunate that you know you had to lose your best friend but sometimes we go through things and we learn and we become better um what is one of the most profound things that you feel like has happened in the just say in the growth of somebody else with watching friend fusion y'all know you get a lot of um messages from those who watch the show everybody like coming to you but what do you feel like is the most like oh i did it i'm doing it like what i'm doing is really working and helping people to understand relationships um i've gotten so many messages i really don't know if i could just be honest with you i don't know what has been the most profound what i find what so let me answer this in the best way possible I don't know if the testimonies i've gotten from transfusion is what i find to be the most profound what I find to be the most profound thing is that I have been such a horrible friend. Like in my past, growing up, I have been aggressive. I have been insecure. I have been jealous. I have been like so many things that friends should not be. Yeah. And so to, to have people to say that they learning this from me or, or experiencing this or growing in this way or reconciling relationships or just admitting things about themselves that they don't necessarily like to admit, but it's something else to get better. That's probably what I find to be the most profound. It's just a, a testament to me that God can really, if you make a decision like, I want to be better, I want to change, God can literally change you. So that's a constant reminder for me. And that's what I really find the most profound is I, I continue to see God, like, you know, evolve and grow me and teach yeah. me, even though I'm, I'm, thing where I'm teaching other people, but I'm still learning that God is still teaching me and refining me 
And so I love that because I know I, people fall in love with the whole idea of friend train. Oh, that's my friend. I ran to strangers. Oh, that's my friend. And that's cool or whatever. But because I know where God brought me from, that's what I find really the most profound. I love that. The growth. I love that. The fact that you still seeing yourself as like, I'm not the same person I used to be. I have grown. I'm mature. Uh, I am definitely in this thing for the long run as far as relationships. And I love that. Um, I know that on your show, you have a lot. Well, from now, from what we've already seen so far, you have different uh, episodes of different styles of friends, like in different stages of your life. And I really enjoy the fact that you can actually bring it home for everybody. It's not you just yeah. talking about relationship with boyfriend, girlfriend, husband and wife, <laughs> but what about sister, sister? What about uh, even uh, uh, Brandon's, uh, the mother of his child and you as being his wife, like that was so, so good. And I think it touched so many people because those are relationships that matter. They really yeah. do matter. So um, yeah, they do matter. So I, I love the fact that, you know, Friend Fusion is here and you teach us about relationships. And one thing about I wanted to ask about relationships as far as it goes to support. You know, we we people we love support. We think all of the people in our life is supposed to support us. These people that we have relationships with. But what is your take on supporting friends like friends? that's Because you support me. I support you. But what's your take on that? I think support is. I, okay, so I think when a lot of people think of support, they think about what their friends have purchased from their business. They think of what their friends like or share. And I think all of those are good things as it relates to we think about in general, like support. That's, you know, that's what we think about. But I feel like that's not remotely what support is. And I think if you think support is what they buy from you, what they share, what they like, or, or you, know, you know, we think about support only in that realm really limit ourselves and really deprive ourselves of the true meaning of friendship you know and i'm really saying that because we live in the age of social media where that matters most to people yeah. rather than people mattering most to people so support for me is not actually now i'm grateful for that i'm grateful for every share i see from you and my other friends i'm grateful for the support that you guys give me but the real support for me is how are you doing today mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you this is yeah, like the the real support for me is how you feel today. What's your mental like? You know, uh, because a lot of times I think we get so caught up in what we're promoting, what we're doing, especially when we're entrepreneurs and or just visionaries in general. We get so caught up in all of that kind of stuff that we expect people to be running with our vision as if it's theirs. But I feel like the, the true support of a friend is a person who says, hey, I'm praying for you today. Let me know if there's anything I can do beyond that. You know, uh, hey, I'm not saying don't purchase a product, don't show up for them on social media. I'm not saying it, but I think what matters most is the knock on my door. What matters most is, hey, I'm going to be, when you when you get to Jackson or when you fly into Mississippi, you're like, hey, I'm coming to Mississippi this weekend. Uh, I yeah. want to see you. And, you know, I think that's where real support, I think support goes beyond the walls of what our generation has posed in that support. And yeah. I really appreciate that in your friendship and my other friendships, what I, I call my tier one friendships. I do, I do think like, I've learned that support is not just being like the person who shares something or buys something or the, like seriously, support is the, the people who know that I didn't have a great day with Brandon yesterday. Uh, yeah. I didn't have a good day at work yesterday and oh, I didn't have a good moment and I shared that moment with you and you still love me through it anyway. That's what support is for me in friendship. I love that. And I, you know, I got the 
hit back on the tier one friend. So I'm all about the tier friendships. I think they are important to have because everybody can give to somebody in some way in a different part of their life. So can you explain the tier relationships, the tier one, tier two, tier three, however tiers, however many tiers it is? Yeah, so I believe, so first of all, this idea totally comes from my friend saying the one that she told me tier, and I was like, I have never thought about it that way. But it aligns perfectly for me and my teaching because I'm an educator of my trade, as you would say, and we learn to teach children in tears, right? And so mm-hmm. I thought it was phenomenal because I started putting in my teachers and about relationships in tears. So this is this is what it is, especially for people like me and you. We just love people, like you know, we like genuinely, genuinely. We don't care about your status. We don't, don't care. care about what you got. We just like love people. Like that's our thing. We love people. We do. We absolutely love people. And I had to learn to place people where they belong. Uh, Learning people's capacity, learning that everybody won't be this somebody, even if I imagine that they would be, right? So, what I mean by that is there are certain people who will never have access to me uh, like you do. They, They just won't, right? And there are certain people who will never have access to you like I do. And yeah. that's why I believe them. That's why I believe in the importance of tears. And when I say tear, for me, my tear one is now. You can anybody watching. You guys can, you know, you guys can align yours however you see fit. But for me, my tier one people are people who have shown me that they are truly for me. And when I say they are for me, I mean they are for me when it's good. <laughs> they are for me when it's bad. They are for yeah. me when it's ugly. They gonna ride for me. Those are my tier one people. Those are people who know my business. Like mm-hmm. for real, yeah. Those are, those are That's where you can put it. Yeah, they know my business. Yeah, my business. They know my business. And, and not many people making it to tier one. <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. Not many people making it to tier one because that's a very um that's a lot of access to things that some people just don't even deserve to know or would know what to do with. So that access to that kind of thing is really you got a praying lifestyle. Uh, I know, like I said, I know that you are truly for me and that you talk to God. So I know that when I talk to you, you're going to talk to the Father about me. And everybody yeah. is not like that. Everybody doesn't live a lifestyle of prayer. Everybody, everybody doesn't live um, in a way where they are in continuous communication with God in any way. So everybody can't be in that, in that space, you know? Um, yeah. Tier two for me are the people who I love and I know and I fellowship with them on a regular probably, but I know that they can't have access to a certain part of me. And that's just that's just what it is. Like you know, I love them dearly. They probably they probably know some things, but they don't have full access to me. Uh, for instance, let me, let me put it like this: my tier one people can walk in my room, and my room is like a pool. My yeah. tier two people they come to, they come over my house, but they don't go past the living room. Why y'all with me? Yeah, I got, <laughs> I'm there. I got yeah. you. <laughs> my tier three people love them dearly. I communicate with them. We don't talk every day. Uh, I don't even talk to my tier one people every day, but I don't talk to people regularly. Uh, and all, but we just have this connection. We have this mind. We have this ongoing support and love for one another. Although our relationship has not gone uh, to the living room yet, you know there are mm-hmm. some people that you know seriously. You may have some tier three friends on social media where you build this relationship with people that you don't even know, but it's like right. this ongoing love support that you guys share. And then there's tier four people where you love them, but you know that you, they can't come nowhere with the barbecue. Like they're gonna be in the backyard and that's it. Yeah. And they can't come in your house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because it's, it's, not that you, 
it's like it's not that you don't love them it's not that you don't care for them it's just the fact that you know what they have a capacity for and you know yeah. what they're capable of um and you because you've learned some things it's not it's maybe you haven't been released to release them that's how i say that maybe you haven't been released to release them so in doing so you learn how to love them where they are you know what i'm saying you just love yeah. them where they are and i think that's important for all these years is to love people where they are but that's kind of how i think of uh people and placing them accordingly because there are some people that i've had to release and then there are people that uh that i haven't been released to release and so i just place them accordingly wherever they belong and um that's just kind of how I have been able to guard my heart because the Bible tells us to guard our heart. And because right. of people like, because I know me and you, Marissa, like we're the kind of people who really do love people in yes. offense and yes. betrayal and whatever, you know, things that happens with people, it can be so hurtful. Like, as if it's hurt someone with Steve or Brandon, like, you know, it can be really hurtful because of how right. we love people. Yeah, it really does hurt. And so I've had to learn how to use those tears to keep me from giving people so much access into my life so i only, i know who i can have in certain spots and i know who i can't and this is a place to me in a relationship i think that's very wise too you know you got to have wisdom and discernment with all of that and i know you have that and it's good that you're teaching us today as far as relationship you teaching us the tears was amazing because i'm sure a lot of people <laughs> didn't know that it was like what well i can say now a name to it like it's a thing this is a real thing they probably never knew like oh this Doing. that's that yeah it's the tier one two three and four or uh, however yeah. many tiers you have but it's important to know that because some people you have to literally know when to release them i love the way you said that it. it's not a judging yeah. thing it's not a negative thing but it's definitely yeah. when i need to release you then that's when it happened until then we're working our way up we're working we're still progressing yeah. as a friend and relationship yeah and sometimes you won't necessarily be friends with people and that's, and that's our truth. Like sometimes we're not necessarily friends with people, but we have a good relationship with them. We have this connection with them that we don't necessarily understand, but it's not it's not unhealthy, it's not bothering us or whatever. Maybe it hasn't necessarily evolved into a friendship. But that's where we come into loving people well. Like I don't even know how some people I can't necessarily describe them as friends, but because I love them well and they love me well, we just have this connection where I can trust them and say, Hey, yo. I need this, or they can call me and say, I need this, and because we have this rapport with one another from loving will, we're yeah. able to, you know, network and make things shape for each other in different ways, and so those things evolve into friendships, and some people think that we can't deal with people if they're not necessarily our friends, but the reality of the situation is if you love will, you can connect to everybody. Everybody in humanity has the ability to love. Everybody has the ability to be relational, and so... I have this thing where I am counseling the cancel culture. I feel like God has called me to cancel the cancel culture. I feel like people, as bad as we are, we're so hard on other people. Like, yeah. so bad. Yeah. Especially in relationships when we don't get it right, when we don't say it right, when we don't love right, when we don't feel well. We literally just be dumb on people. Like, we be, we be so through, we be so over it. Um, and that's one thing I learned from my loss with Kalisha. Like, that's not healthy. That's, that's actually not good. Uh, me and you haven't always had, like, a perfect friendship or like great days or we didn't always agree or something like that but what is it this it means something to both of us when we say we're friends because we've we gained this rapport and tenure with one another we've grown with one another and that's the way yeah. god calls us to love that's the way god wants us to be in relationship and so i'm excited that friend fusion is the thing that the enemy will probably hate the most so my prayer life has changed drastically because i realized that i am encouraging people to stick it out to love one another 
uh, to learn where people go so you don't have to, I always have to feel like you have to release everybody so God can use anybody and God will yeah. always make your enemies your footstool like God's word will not fail and so it won't return void I haven't experienced that yet I haven't experienced that happening and because I've learned this I'm like yo you know what in some seasons God will release me to release people and then there are yeah. other times where God doesn't release me to release people because God uses me uses that situation to teach me how I can love them you know, mm-hmm. even if they don't have to make adjustments, right? That's where the tears come in. But more so than anything, I'm growing into a place where I just want to, I don't want to rival the enemy each and every day about the cancel culture where people don't have a chance, like in relationships, we just throw each other away. And I love that friend Jesus teaches us to, to love through this, to love people well, to, to friend well. But most of all, if I could replace friend with any other word, it would be love well. Love well. I love that. Now, I know that, you know, you are a very intentional person. You are one person I know is very intentional about what she does. <laughs> yeah, y'all, she's so intentional. I'm so, so I intentional. <laughs> I would love for you to leave us with helping us to understand the importance of being intentional. And why are you intentional? Like, leave us with that so that we we want to we wanna learn how to be in good relationships, too. So help us out. Help, help us with that today. I'm intentional because I, re- I realize that God calls us to honor. The Bible tells us, to, I think it's in Romans 12 and 10, and I could be very wrong, to outdo one another showing honor. And I love that scripture so much because it means I have to outdo them when they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can be challenging. Like, and I know that you know, the most common person would say, I love that scripture because it means I have to outdo people who don't do nothing for me. You know, but what I love about that is it literally stripped me of the things that hold me back from progressing. Like, I'm not going to do this because they don't do that. Like, I, okay, so let me just be really clear for everybody at, at Wine Therapy right now. I don't believe in matching energy. Mm-hmm. I believe when we match the energy of others, that it, it literally locks us captive. It holds our dreams captive. It holds our productivity captive. And I just really, really believe in showing honor. If you are intentional about honoring people, God will be intentional about you. Yes. I believe that when we are, when we truly honor what God honors most people, <laughs> that's what God honors most. God doesn't honor the birds more. God doesn't yeah. honor the rain, the tree. God doesn't honor anything more than he honors people. So when you place honor where God places honor, you can always see God continuously open doors for you. Continuously see God make ways for you. And Things that you don't even deserve because you have put value on what God values most, and that is people. And so, if you could do anything as it relates to being intentional, I would tell you to be intentional about valuing people. And so, my thing about that is, I love a check in. I don't like it. Now, let me tell you, don't be the friend who checks in because you want to know their business. Like that's okay. that's not how it works. Thank you, Thank you. Just, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think. That's not how friendship really works. I don't check in and hope that you will tell me that you had a bad day so I can hear what's going on and hope that your relationship is not going so well. You know, I don't want to check in for that. I want to check in because I'm a good friend. I want to know how you're doing, how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. Don't lead to, don't think that because people made a post today on social media that they're doing well. So be intentional about just checking in on your friends. When you check in, have the right motive because even if they don't know your motive, God does. So when I say honor, when I say honor people, remember that God knows your motive god knows it and so be intentional about this so that's one way i do i check in on people i like to pop up on people um sometimes i'm not able to pop up on friends like marissa but that's why we have things like the mail you can send them something say hey i'm thinking about you today i love you um and that varies through uh things like edibles edible arrangements um 
gifts, just random things, you know, just let people know you're thinking about them. Um, I believe that love, one thing, and I don't mean to be so spiritual, but that's just who I am. I believe love is sacrificial giving. That's God's love language, sacrificial giving. So if I never sacrifice, if I never give you anything, it's not really it's not gonna be so easy for you to say, Trinity loves me. If you if you've never felt sacrifice from me, if you've never received something from me tangible, it's hard for me to it's hard for you to think Trinity loves me. But, but because me and you both have this rapport, we know that we one another have sacrificed, we have given not just tangible gifts, but time, effort. We know that mm-hmm. we you know our love is real, you know. And so that's something that we have to think about too. When you think about being a friend, what I want to feel from a friend is love. And that's not necessarily getting a gift or anything from you, but I want to feel that in what you give to me and time and sacrifice. Are you there for me? So be intentional about showing up, popping up. I call it pop up, showing up. Find a way to show up. You know, even if you're not in the same city as your friend, you know, find a way to show up. The last one is, you know, I said the first one was value place value. And then pop up, I think. Wasn't it check in, pop up? Check in, pop up. The last one, you know, I want to say, if you, if you, it depends on what kind of relationship you're trying to grow. But the last one I would say is to love people where they are. Yes. Don't try to force them to be be in a place that they're not ready to be in. Know what your friends have the capacity for. Because believe it or not, (laughs) somebody's loving you where you are. I think we put two, we we give ourselves a lot of credit. Yes. We, give, we give ourselves a lot of credit and I, I have just come to this place where I'm just tripping myself and thinking that you know that I'm in this place that I'm actually not in because I can think I'm such a great friend but I may, I pray I don't but I may have a friend who doesn't think so and so there are all people a lot of people who are just loving this where we are so we gotta be intentional about loving people where they are don't try to place expectations on people that they're not able to fulfill I, I created some content today and one of the things I said was, you don't expect friends to fill voids. That's what you do. Like, you got to go do that work with you, the good Lord, and your therapist. That, you know, that we don't expect friends to um, to show up for us in ways we're not even showing up for ourselves. And, and a lot of things that we just do as people, that we expect the people that are not fair, are not right, and we think they are bad friends, we actually have poor expectations. So mm-hmm. I would definitely say, you need to check in, pop up. And then just love people where they are. Know and be honest about where you are as well, because that'll help you love people where they are even better, you know. I agree. Well, your friend trend is everybody's friend trend, but this is my <laughs> I just want to yeah. thank you for being on Wine Therapy. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Friend Fusion. It has done a great work with so many people, and I know it's going to continue to just go and be amazing, be global, help us out, help us with relationships, because that's what, you know, going to keep us going. I just want to thank you for being you. You know, I love you dearly. You already know that. This is real hard, but just for the people watching, the viewers, Y'all got to check out Friend Fusion. Like, you won't regret it. It's a, literally a teaching itself. If you want to learn how to be a better person, better character, whatever with relationships, check out Friend Fusion. All right, Trent, before you go, let us know how to find you. We got to know how to find you. Okay, so you can find me on all platforms at Your Friend Trend. Uh, on Instagram, it's Your Friend Trend underscore. However, everything else is literally Facebook, TikTok, as well as excuse me, as well as Twitter, um, at your friend's friend, you can find me. All right, all right, guys. Y'all heard it there. I hope y'all go and see your friend Trend. Go check out Friend Fusion. You won't regret it, and we love y'all. Until next time. Bye-bye.
next time on Wine Therapy. addition to Wine Therapy uh, Season 2. It is my mother's 63rd birthday on Wednesday, so I'm excited to share with you all the life of my mom. I'm going to have a special guest with me, and we are going to talk about the good times, the good memories, and also how you continue to move on in your life while you're grieving. Um, So make sure to stay tuned. We hope to see you next time on Wine.